When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is a peace podcast. You know we're here because we are You gotta say something. Deers. It's in a microphone, weirdo. Because now it's your turn to sing Baby uh, Sharks. Baby Shark doo doo. <laughs> Uh, do people mess up your your last name a lot? Uh, no, I, kind of. No, I, when I say it to them, they don't spell it right because I say it differently than how it's spelled. But no, I don't think so. Well, give me your best attempt. I'll tell you if you mess up. It. No, it, it's Dingler. Dang, well, Dangler. I go Dangler. But yes, your so argument say, for... Okay. But the thing is, the way I say it, everyone assumes it's D-A-N, but it's right, actually right, D-E-N. Right. And that's, that throws people off. Uh, I probably have Americanized. It's ger- it's German, <laughs> so I assume I've just Americanized that Sean name. Dangler. Like what, my whole family has. What uh, What's your middle name? It starts with an H. <laughs> oh, Henry. That's what <laughs> Henry, it is. okay. Is there any family trip? <laughs> yes, like- yeah. Okay. So we, yeah, we, it, we, I we think it's like deep. my great uncle or something. My, yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> my middle name is Adam, and um, my my father, who uh, is a piece of shit, but like he's not in my life. Uh, him and my mom specifically. <laughs> oh, yeah, they specifically yeah. wanted um, me and my brother's name to come out of the Bible. So um, my him and, and and my oldest brother, their name are Anthony. Did he get Cain? <laughs> <laughs> he should have. Okay. He should have done. Yeah, no, it's, it's all I got stuck with Adam, which really has no sense of like relative, but uh, I didn't know if there was a story behind that. I feel like yeah, little yeah. names uh, kind of tell their own stories. Do you think about like your children's names or middle names at all? I have thought about uh, my my child's middle name, at least if it's a boy, because my both my grandpas were named Vernon. And so to me, <laughs> Vernon has a little more of a name to like yes. give. And I really, my one grandpa died when I was pretty young, but my other grandpa lived until like four years ago. So I knew him really well. He's like the nicest person I ever met. So like, wow. I don't know, wow. there's a little more where I, I, I would like to give it uh, my first, if it's a boy, to be able to have his middle name be Vernon. Okay. But, so yeah. does, does Henry die with you or like, uh, do you ever? Yes, it does. <laughs> like I, I, I don't know who this Henry person is. I mean, I think it's, I I believe it's my, I'd have to ask my mom. And that's how I know it's not a good name because I don't remember. But I think it's my grandma's like twin brother, but I don't honestly remember that well. Um, So so based off of my knowledge of you, um, (laughs) you're very very family oriented. Um, So, I mean, you, you, you would not consider yourself a, would you consider yourself a clean comic? Because you have very Christian sort of values, and <laughs> and uh... I mean, y- yeah, I I grew up going to church. My parents made me go to church like all the time until I got out of high school, and then I kind of just got out of it. It was I my biggest thing with church is I wanted a shot clock. I just wanted <laughs> a shot clock on the end. so if they went above twenty minutes, like we could just be done. Um, so yeah, no, I grew up with that, but I also. Like my dad watched David Letterman every night. And so he'd actually record it. And then we'd watch it on VHS the next night is actually what would happen. <laughs> but so I, I watched a lot of Letterman. So I always enjoyed Letterman seeing the standups on there. And I don't know. I I just, I always, I always liked Jim Gaffigan and Mike Birbiglia. Those are like the two guys who I probably jammed with the most when I first was getting into it. And so, yeah, yeah I naturally have kind of more gone towards the clean way, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you, do you feel like it conflicts with your the material that you would want to do or it just sort of falls in place because that's <laughs> who you are when you are on stage? I, I mean, it's kind of funny because there are sometimes when I write, <laughs> I'll write jokes and I'm like, oh, I could not say this. Right? <laughs> I, I'm a naturally a pretty nice person. So like I try, I think of like mean stuff, but I'm just like, oh, I'd feel so awful saying that. And there's like, 
I think there's like I get to jokes. I'm like that feels wrong to say, but I feel like most people would be fine saying it. But for me, it's just another level of I'm too scared to say it. So part of it's like I should I should just get over that. But then at the same time, I just have the fear that something will come out of my mouth that should not come out of my mouth. Got it. That's, <laughs> that's hilarious. Uh, where, so where where do you feel like your source of material come from? Like, is it oh you yeah. know like 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 what would you is it so for me? Um, there was a point where I don't feel like I was as funny as I am. And yep. I had children and there was something about this this new layer of life for me where I wouldn't even say I started to look at things differently. I mean, I did, but it, there was something about I would do the same thing, but I was I was writing a little differently. And it, it, it comes from my children and my wife. And don't get me wrong, I want to punch all of them. Like if I could, <laughs> I would line them all up and I would just 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 once a week. Just you a know? solid punch. Just, yeah, just, just a solid. Start. I mean not get even it out. not even super hard, but you know, it depends. Um <laughs> but I would say, you know, like in all my comedy bios and all that, like I'm I'm always quoting, you know you know, my children and my wife, do you have uh, like a core source of where your material come from or what motivates you to, to, to tell jokes? Yeah, I, you know, I, I think part of it is I like the stuff that does well is like stuff that like, I don't know whether like, my best bit bits is like talking about where the town I grew up in and just the insane <laughs> part of it. And, and like talking about like random pieces of food and so i don't really talk about my wife that much because partially i you know i don't want to like i for me i'm a nice guy i don't want to feel like i'm shitting on her i don't think she'd feel like that but i also i would run something by her if i had to um i i don't know i i honestly every week i'll I'll sit down i try to every week and just like think of a random topic and write about it most of the time it comes out it's just shit and i'm like this probably isn't gonna make it on stage but i i did something Otherwise, yeah, it's like just driving around in random interactions that I found funny that happened or like some random thought. I don't, you know, I I would say my go-tos are just like food and like, <laughs> Iowa. like, I don't know, it's real generic. And that's like part of it. Like for me, I'm like, oh, I wish I could get like, you know, I, I do wish that sometimes I wasn't so generic. Like, But at the same time, I, you know, I recognize my life hasn't been as like, crazy as some other people's or as difficult mm-hmm. so like i don't have those quite as broad perspective which is a good mm-hmm. and bad thing i guess the way you think about it like mm-hmm. so i i don't know i mean i yeah i i guess i could <laughs> like like i think about it now i'm like oh i could open up a huge can of worms but i just i don't know for me i'm like res- i want to be respectful to my family and i don't want to be like too disrespectful about it but i should I talk you. about it more about how much they annoy me but i also don't want to like make it seem like everything's bad <laughs> uh, so so as a comedian do you feel like with with you and your your own you know realm there's a line and you know you know what you know what what not to cross and do, yeah. do you do you do you ever feel uh I, I guess my question would be so how long have you been doing it officially would you say oh good lord uh right right i know <laughs> It'd be about probably six years in September. Granted, this whole last year, I really haven't done much. I know, I know, but I feel like it's <laughs> it's going to get an asteroid to, next to its name, but you still have to count it because, uh, yes. for, for me, last year was actually a pretty a pretty solid year. I just mm-hmm. had the fewest amount of gigs, you know, since starting. Um, yeah. Do you feel like in, in the six years, that line of what to cross has expanded or, or um, retracted? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, I feel like it's each each year or whatever. The more you go on, the more comfortable I am talking about different things or trying to press the boundaries, I guess. Like, for example, there's a walking taco. <laughs> there's a walking taco joke I have. And, and it's it's the joke about how. Um, oh, man, I haven't told it in so long. I honestly forgot. I, I literally how- forgot one of my jokes on stage 
uh, I want to say the other night, but it's clearly been, you know, weeks in between. Yes. But yeah. the other night, I hadn't told it in a long time, and something just told me to tell the joke because yes. I was I was in the moment. And I'm starting the joke, and I look over to another comedian who had never heard the joke, and I'm asking him, what comes next? So, <laughs> it happens to the best of us. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, no, I just, yeah, no, okay. I have a spreadsheet with all my jokes in it. So that's how I, I and I, <laughs> I control F. I'm such a nerd about this. I control F. Yeah. <laughs> Where I need to go, enter what I need. That's how I got to it. So, but this is the joke, and I don't care. I tell this joke a lot because it usually works well, but I was super scared, like, originally when I wrote this bit to tell this joke because I was like, I don't want to be a racist for saying this. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell me. Obviously, you have authority to tell me. If I'm <laughs> we'll we'll super get to racist. the bottom. Super yeah. <laughs> but basically, the joke is <laughs> the walking tacos would be a great band name or a very racist nickname for a terrible Mexican track team. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah. But like when I originally wrote, I was like, oh my God, people are going to think I'm racist. That's that's where I come from when I'm talking about yeah. like, I'm so scared because I'm just like, I really do not want to have like somehow come across as racist. I, now, I don't now, want that to happen. Obviously. Is that is that a fear as a white man or as a white comedian or both? I mean, both probably. Yeah. Um, cause yeah, I, I, you know, I want to be respectful to everyone. I, you know, just naturally as a person, I don't like other people being upset. <laughs> Sometimes not the best comedian attitude yeah. to go with, yeah. but like, I just am like, you know, very concerned. I don't want anyone to feel uncomfortable. I want everyone to be happy. That's why I do comedy is I like cheering people up and that stuff. <laughs> but like, yeah, I'm like, oh man, I hope I don't say something that just fucking cheeses someone off about something. Yeah, I I don't know. I've I've gone through different places in my in my in my career where I think I went through a phase where I I don't want to say I was purposely wanting to you know this is before we were saying triggered and you know yeah like, like I, antagonizing I, yeah I was I I just wanted to I it was it was it was our you know our example of you know no fear i want to talk about whatever it is i want to talk about and i want to say whatever i want to say and then yes. yeah. you you can still have that you just have to hone it in into a crap mm. and not just yeah. be an asshole that's on stage yeah just trying to be that yeah so being an edgy person at the yes. doing their like yeah. second open mic that thinks they're just dropping bombs on the world <laughs> no one has heard before uh, so when did you, and, and this is within, you know, the time frame of, of being a comedian. So we'll take, you know, maybe a couple of months before you started, mm -hmm. uh, till now, when did you realize you had a niche for this? This is something that you, you wanted to do. And when did you say to yourself, Hey, I'm at, I'm really funny. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a, there's a few different things that go along with that. I, in high school, I always enjoyed doing like the variety shows. We had variety shows <laughs> at our small town. I always, I, my goal, I was the band and chorus president, separate years. <laughs> Only reason I did not care about anything, but just being, because I got to host the variety show. That was okay. literally my goal was that Respect. I just want, I just wanted to host that variety show. And I like wrote sketches or we performed like SNL sketches basically for it. Okay. Like, and I always enjoyed doing that stuff. I danced to uh, Beyonce single ladies with me, one fat white guy and another small white guy. <laughs> it was great. Is like, there a video of this circulating anywhere? Oh, I bet it's out. There's pictures. I think there's pictures <laughs> on Facebook. I don't know if the video, I'm sure someone has a video somewhere. Okay. I do not know where that is. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Continue. Uh, so like, I always enjoyed doing that, but I, like, I went to college. Funny thing that happened at my high school graduation party. This girl in my class who technically is my distant cousin, but I don't. We, <laughs> I, okay. It's just technical. It's not okay. like we like hung it's out. Small town party. Iowa. I got it. Yeah. Small town <laughs> Iowa. She wrote in my, and I, I need to look this up because she wrote in like, you know, you go through people's high school graduations, write like words of wisdom, words of whatever you want to say. Yeah. She literally wrote in mine, you know, like something along the lines of like, you know, comedy won't get you everywhere <laughs> or something. <laughs> it's like being like, you cannot be funny all the time. And I'm like, well, I'm fucking taking that to heart, Amanda. Wow. Uh, <laughs> so, but like, I did, like that always like stuck with me. But I like went to college and I was, I was focused on uh, like other stuff, but like, I was like a, I was a finance degree and I, I realized I wasn't really enjoying it. My wife, girlfriend at the time, like could tell, like I was like kind of just 
not like really enjoying it. So I got another major. There's electronic media. So like, like t- TV, radio type of stuff. So like mm-hmm. more creative stuff. And so mm-hmm. that got me into it. And at one of my internships uh, in college, I went to a few open mics at Penguins actually in Cedar Rapids. And this is like 2013. And I went like three times. And you know, I didn't get fucking famous. So I was just like, I'm done. I don't want to do that. You know, I'm sure most of us or some other people have had that experience. You're like, I'm going to go to an open mic. I'm going to crush. Like, I don't right. know. Booker's going to book me for every show. That's just not how it goes. Most, mm-hmm. most, most for most people, I would say. Um, so like, you know, I stopped going, whatever. But I went back and I was doing the e-media major, doing creative stuff through that, like doing sketches and stuff. Then I see a friend in like my senior year of college, my super senior year of college, and he's like doing an open mic. And I'm like, I can fucking do an open mic if that kid's doing an open mic. <laughs> that was like fall of 2014 or like December, I think was like when I it was at the Octopus actually in Cedar Okay. Hall. Yes. Yes. Before, yes. before Alex uh, ran it. And okay. So, yeah. The other guy was... I got fine. With, I was fine with him, but he, like other people had run-ins. Or was, is it? Is it? Um, uh, it what's Josh, his name? Joshua was his name. Oh no, no, I was thinking about somebody else. The the okay, the but, dragon. What's his name? Not the dragon. Don. Don. Don yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just blocked him on Facebook. <laughs> I saw that interaction. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> like, like that I wasn't was... even going to bring it up, but uh, <laughs> he he um. So we've only met once. And yeah. it was he he he, I can't even say book because it wasn't like he he was doing his his uh I don't I don't know his show that he does that he puts on Amazon Prime I don't know if you are familiar with that they were doing it for a couple of years oh yeah yeah I think so they're doing like a TV show type it was like that. a TV show thing and mm-hmm. and uh, he he had me come out we recorded in the basement of a a library I don't know where we were. But there was no, <laughs> if there was no real audience or anything like that, I go, yeah. uh, I do really well. And uh, like the audio from the entire thing was all faulty and none of it worked. And that was oh, really geez. the one and only time that I met him. He said we were going to do it again. And obviously that was like, you know, three years, four years ago. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, you're not doing it again. I'm at a point right now in my life where... I don't need to be friends with everybody, especially on Facebook, but uh, I also yeah. don't feel the need to want to change who I am around you mm-hmm. so that you're more comfortable. Like as a black man, that is sort of a, a constant thing where, or, or a black person, like you feel like, let me not look too angry. Let me not, you know, look too- no, I, uh, I- I get that because like I've thought about that more this year because I like knowing like I'm friends with Cliff and I'm like man are there <laughs> times like like I assume you're just acting how you normally would but maybe you aren't and like that's just something <laughs> like you know I have yeah. to realize that basically yeah so you know, that's just but like I understand I understand why yeah. that is yeah it's 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 uh I I, I mean there's that, that's another whole conversation but Long story short, uh, <laughs> I made I made a, I made a joke about who's the name Rush Lim Lim Limbaugh. Yeah, Rush Limbaugh. Him 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 Limbaugh dying. Yeah. yeah yeah, and uh, he he went he went nuts on he went nuts. Here's what I didn't like about it. Uh, you can disagree with me and my comedy. I'm okay with that. Like I, yeah, it doesn't hurt my feelings for someone to say uh, you're not my favorite comedian or you know mm-hmm. any of that. Like. I yeah. get it. Obviously, I, I would prefer to be in that 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 conversation, um, but you can't come to me and disrespect me more than just a comedian as a man. Like his first thing that he said to me was "f you." He was like, Fuck "Yeah," you. yeah, yeah. and yeah, then he goes on crap. to this rant, and then he was saying things as if we had a relationship. You know, like it was a it was yeah. a conversation that sort of you would have with with a best friend or a close friend. Mm-hmm. And I don't know this dude, and he don't know me. <laughs> and he was saying things like, "I expect more from him." Like, like what, what, what? You know, yeah, I yeah. Know you, bro. But anyway, I <laughs> yeah, apologize. Like, Let's go back to the octopus because well, that's where we were supposed to be at. <laughs> and if it makes you feel any better, stories I've heard about that guy aren't like great on his like. I haven't heard good things about him. So if that makes you feel any better, I, um, that's been a case since I moved back to Iowa. My whole thing yeah. has been. 
Um, I got let me experience it for myself. Like I was, yeah, no, I I agree. You know, I was doing shows with um, what's his name? Liberty's ex husband. Oh, uh, Maddie J. Maddie J. <laughs> I was doing shows with Maddie J. When I first got out there, because Liberty yeah. was one of the first people that reached out to me. And I know listeners are like, who are these people that you're mentioning? <laughs> so, yeah, this getting real inside baseball. <laughs> we're 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 in North Iowa, and the market is very spread out. There is yes. essentially. Des Moines is your is your central comedy. Um, then there's this North Iowa that didn't really exist, um, you know, for a long time. And 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 now there's like Cedar Falls and Waterloo, and I'm I'm closer to Mason City in the border of, of uh, yeah. Minnesota. And then there's this Southern, you know, comedy, uh, which I guess would be maybe like what would you can is it Iowa City? Is I it mean, the Chicago? Like what would be the South? You know, so, I don't, I, you know, Des Moines and Iowa City are basically, I would say, on the same latitude or longitude. Uh-huh. I don't remember. So I don't, there isn't really much south of that. Okay. I okay. Know. I mean, Iowa City is more like, obviously, like probably the most liberal part of the state, I would say. So okay, all right. Because I, 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 I did a show in Davenport uh, a couple weeks ago and like that we had like it was a lot of Chicago comedians coming, yes. coming there and they're like, this is mm. so close to us. So. Anyway, Liberty was one of the first people that reached out to me when I'm like, mm-hmm. hey, where do I go? Who can I meet? And her husband, uh, Maddie J, who essentially I don't think is like a bad guy. I don't know. I don't know him. I don't know no. him enough to be like, he is a good guy. He's a bad guy. Yeah. As a as a booker and a comedian, I have opinions. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I know. I know your opinions. <laughs> I've, I've heard nothing but bad things about this guy. But I'm like, you know, I, I, I still want to work with him. More importantly, he had reached out, uh, open. I, I can't even say that. He he was kind of, he was kind of a dick at first until he saw I was funny. But yeah. our relationship started off, you know, not bad. And yes. I'm just one of those people where like, I gotta see something or hear something for mm-hmm. myself to to really form my opinion. I can't just be like everybody thinks this guy or that girl is this. So. Yeah. Anyway, I apologize. No, I now I going along with that. I I am like that. I think I get along with most people. So when people are like, "Oh man, I don't like that person," I usually am like, "I haven't had a bad interact." Like I'm the same mm-hmm. way. If I if mm-hmm. I have a bad a- interaction, I will think that about someone. Mm-hmm. But honestly, like most of the time, I don't, maybe I'm gullible as fuck. That might be it too. So <laughs> it might be myself. Whatever. But like, you know, yeah, I, I agree in that same vein. You might as well try it and, until they burn you, then then you know, obviously. Yeah, like, or, or not to mess with them. Again, I don't think you have to wait till it gets that bad, but I think you should at least experience it for yourself because yes. I've had I've had situations where people have said this person is this and that and I ended up having a great relationship with that person. Yeah. But uh, obviously there's the flip side where they're like, I told you so, <laughs> you know, and you're like, you, you're <laughs> yeah. right. So I, I'm just not, I guess my point is don't be too quick to use somebody else's opinion as yeah. your own. So yeah, we are, we're at Octopus and uh, this is Alex <laughs> is running it. Alex is another yeah. he's a, a Cedar Fall guy and he, uh, he's a he's a cool guy. We, uh, fun fact, me and Alex, got married on the same day so we really? share we share a wedding anniversary like the first year he got married was also the first year i got married oh my gosh and we, we we share the same um you guys wish story. each other happy anniversary each year we, we do it's, it's kind of weird <laughs> but it's also like sweet and romantic so yeah uh, that's yes. awesome okay so back at the octopus <laughs> I, I just, I did the open mic there for like, you know, it was only once a month. So I like did that like pretty much two or three or four times, basically till I graduated. And then I moved home with my parents while I waited to get a job. And then I, I think I went to Penguins a few times over that time going there and then basically moved down to Des Moines and started just doing open mics here. I don't remember what question that was at the beginning of this that I was going into, but basically... Uh, oh, well, yeah, started you, you were you were sort of telling me like when you realized you were funny because when you, when you oh, were looking okay. at when you were looking at the the wide scale of things you're like hey I did a couple of jokes and I didn't get famous then I stopped and now I'm getting I'm yes. sort of we're getting back into it at at octopus because you were funnier yeah. than this yeah. other guy okay. so yeah. <laughs> 
basically like yeah. it, it's like i played sports growing up so I, i'm a, <laughs> i get competitive with people and so like when i see someone do something and i think i'm better than that person <laughs> i'm like i'm gonna beat that person or try to think i'm beating that person I love and it. so yeah i just got competitive and and just getting back like doing it a few times in college you know i enjoyed it and then once i moved to des moines i like immediately figured out where the open mics were and whatnot i think i i feel like one of the first things that happened was like i met james doyle i feel like back in like maybe at penguins or something i think mm-hmm. he was living kind of in that area but i just remember him reaching out to me or like telling him i was moving to des moines and he told me to reach out to josh Novi. i mean have you met josh Novi before oh yeah yeah josh is one of the again i call it my get to know iowa tour because when i first <laughs> when i first came here again i reached yeah. out to liberty and i was just trying to find where to go yeah, and, to. yeah i mean i had i had a I, I i did a show in cedar falls and then i drove to cedar rapids the next day and then i drove to mm-hmm. Des like i had this weird like i was sleeping on people's couches but josh was one of the I, first people i met yeah and and so like james had told me to reach out to josh and then from meeting josh he you know he helped me give a lot of tips and you know mm-hmm. kind of helped me get started gave me that early confidence and yeah i just it was that last laugh is like when i really enjoyed you know when i really found that i was having fun like one time i just remember i I don't know if it was funny. I thought it was funny. I like literally just like told jokes standing on a chair for some reason. I don't even know why I did it, but like I just remember. But like basically, is that, like is that, those first three was, months, I really enjoyed it. Was that your profile picture for a long time? Is that is are you oh. standing on are you standing on a stool in one of your profile pictures? Oh, um, maybe maybe I not. Remember. I just I, I mean you're a tall guy. There is. Yeah, yeah, there there is one photo where I'm taking my shirt off, but yeah. Oh, I don't okay, know. well, that's just that's just that's just all of my viewers right now. Okay. <laughs> I but like I don't know. It was I can't think of like a specific time. I just know when I was at Last Laugh, I just you know I fell in love and started just trying to go to as many open mics as I could, and you know try to hit the do as many jokes and learn as as much as I could. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, basically. Do you um, do you have a favorite? mic or you know stand or stage or venue that you always kill at or just have really great fond memories of oh i mean i i think of last laugh because it was like sadly you kind of knew it was going to come to the end at some point but it was Mm -hmm. like just so it was in like did you ever end up going to last i did not i I think you moved right after i I moved here and i think they had one or maybe two more shows and then they were done and yeah so like that it just was like you know it was totally like not in a place it should be like tees is in a much better location so like it just was hard to get like people to come out in suburban west des moines to like come out and see a show so it could just I, I I give them props. It obviously started the scene and built built it up a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. But like I like one of my memories is literally like being there and there's this like this guy who like was came to the mic. He was an older gentleman and he would only go up. He like came like two or three times. I swear he didn't come anymore. But one of the and he would call <laughs> he would call himself the fifth horseman and like he went on stage and all of us were like are we going to die now or what? Like he has a gun yes. or something. Yes. It's just like one of those moments where I look back and I'm like, that was nuts. <laughs> like, <laughs> just, and it seemed like there, it happened a lot. Like there's another time this guy who was performing and he would always ask to go up first, always play the same song. And it wasn't that funny. And everyone was Ooh. just like, what is up with this guy? And then we found out that this poor guy, he always left, like, right after he went. And, mm-hmm. like, you know, that's not great etiquette most times. For right. Comedy. You do it all the time. But then we found out, like, everyone found out that he, like, had brain, like, a brain injury. And he was, like, in a house where he had to be back by a certain time. And so we mm. all just felt, like, terrible after that. Wow. But, like, I just remember, like, everybody's so fucking pissed at this guy. And they're like, oh, shit, that's the reason why this is happening. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. That's so, I... So, like, I don't know. I think, honestly, for me, it's all just the random, weird nights. I Maybe it's my my disposition as myself that I just gravitate towards the more weird and not fun times. But looking back, it was mm-hmm. fun that I did that. Um, mm-hmm. 
but yeah, uh, in terms of like doing well, I, I don't know. I, I, I never feel like I crush crush, but I feel like I've, I've done well enough at, at places. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm working on myself to think of about the positives more, but I always think, yeah, you it. definitely need to work on it. Like you, uh, <laughs> I, uh, I mean, I, I don't know. Like, I, I think I, I, I was talking about this on a previous episode about yeah. comedians and, and the level of confidence that, that sort of go hand in hand where we have to, I mean, just as a person, you have to walk the trick, you know, the, the thin line of arrogance and confidence yes. because people gravitate toward like they like when you're confident and you're, I, you're yes. showing that, but, but they don't like when you're too confident. I'm the best comedian of all time. You know, shit like mm-hmm. that. So, yeah. um, I, I feel like I'm not at my best when I have that lack of confidence, which, which oh, yeah. I, no, I've I experienced agree. within the last, you know, I would say year, just kind of a back and forth with, you know, having shows spread out so much mm-hmm. where each show for me always feels like uh, I start rusty. Am I, you know, am I funny enough to get to where mm-hmm. I want to go? So uh, I don't know. If I, I just, no, I, I agree. Obviously, confidence, like most parts of life, confidence is key. You just have to mm-hmm. act confident mm-hmm. and you can get you get a lot of people. But if I like, I guess if I could name two things, it was actually last year, literally like right before the pandemic officially started us, essentially. Um, I had like two corporate gigs I did that I just I was just opening for the guy. But like they were super fun. And I was like, and that's always what I've wanted. I know that I'm better probably in a more corporate Iowa mm-hmm. corporate environment I feel yeah, like yeah. but like I've always had a hard time knowing how to get into that and how to mm-hmm. like seek those opportunities out I usually only get them because I just someone asked me to like help out or do mm-hmm. post or whatever but like ultimately that's always what I've, I've wanted to do but like I don't know I went and I both of those gigs were like super fun and like mm-hmm. I really connected with the crowd and it's just my type of uh, my type of audience like mm-hmm. I like I, I do well at comedy clubs but like I I honestly I don't think I've performed technically at TV's on a show but like obviously the pandemic hit and I haven't done anything <laughs> but like, yeah, yeah this club this, literally opened up a month uh, well they yeah. opened up in 2019 at the end of 2019 did a couple mm-hmm. of shows and then boom pandemic so yeah and like you know and I, I unfortunately you know i've wanted to be on no sleep but i you know i haven't gotten on but i understand why Mm -hmm. you know i'm just like i'm not i know i'm not an edgy comic or i'm I'm like (laughs) like i get it i want to be on it but like i understand that stuff so like i understand when i like at a certain type of comedy club i i probably am not the premier person i i would hope so i hope i can work Mm -hmm. on it be better at that but Mm -hmm. Like the corporate gigs have been fun. I did do a show at a biker bar last year that went mm. real shitty, but I literally knew that going in, and I just wanted the opportunity to just say that I performed at like a biker club. Okay, was, I, I, I was going to ask what what is the what is what was in it for you other than it was literally just like I thought I might do okay, but yeah. I literally the experience the way mm-hmm. it was pitched to me it was like yeah everyone just gets fucking wasted. It's at an underground biker club, and I'm just like oh, and I was getting paid. For it, and I was like, "Fuck it, I don't care." Right, like, right. like, I just want to see what this is, and yeah. like, yeah, no, I went up and like, I got lit way early, which mm-hmm. is fair. I I would not argue with how early I got lit. <laughs> like, it's it's. Hey, my name know, is Sean Dingler. Okay, that's my time. <laughs> yeah, basically. Like, like it's a rough and tough, like blue collar crowd yeah. probably yeah. you know unfortunately probably errs on the slight of racism a little bit. <laughs> don't say slight so, <laughs> yeah that's not so obviously my yeah. my joke about joe biden being creepy just just killed like, right of course of course love that love <laughs> creepy joe biden joe biden is he, he he has some creepiness too oh, i like i i'll be honest with you i, I like joe and i don't yes. do a bunch of politics uh, but there are some aspects of Joe to me, just as a, uh, old white man closer to death, that, that the yes. things that he, like the decisions that he makes, it, they're hilarious and creepy is just the, the best way to formulate them. Uh, yeah. but I'll say creepy over a lot of other things. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I the whole experience. I I literally just did it because I was like, I just want to say that I've I've done this. It's a lot of things, you know. I mm-hmm. I just want to do as many different things as I can mm-hmm. just to say that I've d- fulfilled that experience and that it's just was 
fucking wild. I would do it again, honestly, just because it's like was so fucking weird and crazy. Really? See, I'm, I'm, I'm. If I, I got paid, I would not do it. If I didn't get paid, I would fucking no way get close to it. I've, I've done a couple of repeat shows, um, yeah. and money was the driving force of why I returned. But I, I, I like to pretend I'm, I'm, I'm at a point now where if I had a an an experience so bad for me where it it took the joy out of yeah. out of out of the comedy then then i wouldn't want to return because for, for me that's that's what i need like i need to enjoy myself and i don't have to necessarily kill or do great yeah. but if i'm if i'm not enjoying myself that's sort of how i would rate if this is a bad show you yeah. you were just saying uh Sorry, but I, I thought this was kind of interesting. You were just saying your kind of people, and it was a good show for you as far as the corporate. I don't know. I keep looking at the camera as if that's important. None no, of no, you I guys like might it. see this. It's good eye contact. It's <laughs> yeah. good eye contact. I don't look at it, but I appreciate you looking at it. But uh, but so like, what is your ideal show? Like when when, well, when Sean has a great show, what what are these things that happen? That it's that... you know, I I would say it's pretty like comes from like a small town or rural Iowa uh, type of people or just like I guess the other show it was like in suburban basically it makes me sound like I want to perform for racist people that's essentially what I'm saying I don't do racist jokes Do but they like, buy you buy you drinks and like <laughs> I do do like girls flirt with you like I feel like you you are an attractive white man Iowa, oh well thank you Justin <laughs> Herbert looking guy where no, you Justin. just like lo- you have long hair you know I do like, nobody won't see this but uh I'll post pictures uh, and like I feel like <laughs> it would be guys buying you beers uh what's but okay, fights nope. and and girls yeah. like flirting with you and you're like i'm sorry i'm married like i love how you're just like uh bush lights that's the drink they drink in <laughs> iowa yes it is of course it is um yeah i mean that's uh, like uh, one of the shows i did it, it the corporate show was for like a tr- local or a small town trucking company basically mm-hmm. and yeah we did the show and then me and the, the guy who like booked the show the headliner guy we just like went out and had well, we got beer. They did buy us beers, I believe, <laughs> after. It was, like, at a hotel, basically. And then we just went outside and had a few drinks together. And then, you know, I drove back to Des Moines. So, I, but that's the thing. Like, I, I there is part of me that, you know, I do want to, like, succeed and do, like, be at Teehees and know I can crush there. But, like, mm-hmm. I'm just, like, God, I'm too fucking white and hetero for this. <laughs> like, like that's all right, and and like I understand, it's also like a minority-owned club. I want to see not mm-hmm. just people who are like me doing well there, and I'm. Mm-hmm. That's what they do, and that's mm-hmm. what's amazing about the club, mm-hmm. and that's part of the reason I like doing the gram with Muhammad is mm-hmm. because Muhammad and I. Muhammad obviously is literally the complete opposite of who I am and where mm-hmm. I've come from, and so it's like, you know, I I want everyone to do well at it. So yeah, well, uh, tell me tell me about how the gram started because uh <laughs> it hasn't been going on i thought it was going on much longer it, it's only been a couple years right yeah i think it was 2018 it was july of 2018 was when we've had our first show and uh your muhammad is uh he's a comedian out here who i don't think he's been doing it as long as you have no no yeah no we pretty much started around the same time we would oh, okay say- if you, you know, for people who don't know, a lot of comedy, like, it's a weird thing, but if you go to open mics consistently, there's new classes that, like, come through, basically. Mm-hmm. Like, that's always mm-hmm. how it goes. We're essentially, I would say, in the same class. Like, we, I think okay. he started a little earlier, but basically, we kind of got going, and we were, like, okay. the ones who had, were pretty recent when we had started. And mm-hmm. I feel like, of that class, we're the only two, there wasn't, mm-hmm. I wouldn't say there's a lot more that were in it, but there's, we're the only mm-hmm. two that I know that are we're still kind of left in the scene. Okay. Um, so, so, yeah. so you guys came up with this, this, this very unique concept. Uh, yes. I'll let you explain it a little bit mm. as far as like who came to whom with it and, and how yes. did it spark? But I, I did the show once. And so, yeah, please, please uh, tell me. Yeah. how. So literally how it started was Muhammad was watching hood fights on Instagram. And it was like, <laughs> Hey man, just like message me. It was like, you want to do an Instagram show about hood fights? And I was just like, why not? <laughs> because I I always enjoy producing shows. I like putting shows on and that stuff. Really? Yeah, I do. I, okay. I, I wish I was better at app. My 
the thing I wish I was better was was like advertising it. I feel like I'm just not good compared to most people at that, but I I try. I put everything out as much as I can. Um, See, to me, producing shows are the most stressful out oh, of the yes. entire. That's out of the, the problem. <laughs> yeah, I can headline oh. for like you know an hour and not be half as stressed as I am putting on like a thirty minute show or something. No, I. I agree. I don't know if like secretly I love that stress because mm. I, every time with the gram when it's like two people are in the audience at the beginning of the show, you're just like, fuck, fuck, fuck. I feel so <laughs> bad for, cause it's, I feel bad for everyone who I booked for the show that they're right, only performing right. for like a small audience. Right. I get that. And so like, I get it. Like when I'm booked for a show, it's fucking amazing because mm-hmm. I just walk in and then yes. you're just like, I could just do the show. I don't literally have yes. to worry about anything yes. else with this. Yes. Um, so yeah, no, he, he basically came to me and said the hood fights question. And I was like, you know, I, I'd kind of been in between. I produced a show earlier, but I really had it like that show had fallen apart because I think last life goes, that was kind of the reason. And so whatever, like I was looking to do something new and I, you know, Muhammad and I, we were friendly. It weren't like we were best friends at that point or anything in the scene. Um, (laughs) but like, you know, we just, I was like, sure. And then like, I don't know, he came over or something. At some point we just spitballed somewhere. Mm-hmm. And then we just knew to like build it out into like a type of a game show where we have just like different rounds, the caption round mm-hmm. where people, we just have our contestants write the caption to a picture, a video, uh, the hashtag around the hood mm-hmm. fight round, which is I, <laughs> the round that makes me feel the most uneasy, I think, but like people love it. But I'm like, if this show gets canceled, this is the exact reason. <laughs> Like we can, I feel like we get away with some of the videos because Muhammad's the one who chooses the videos. Like if, gotcha, I, as gotcha. a white, if I as a white man were choosing some of these videos, people yeah. are like, yeah, this yeah. is fucking racist. <laughs> um, I will fully say Muhammad chooses all those videos. So That's like hilarious. Anything, it's not me. It is not Muhammad. Um, but we do, we do, you know, we do that. And for me, I enjoy it because we get to bring on different, we've had mm-hmm. You know, we haven't had many recently, but we've had over 20 some shows. And a lot of the times we're bringing on new comedians in the mm-hmm. scene or from elsewhere, from other cities. Mm-hmm. And it, it seemed to be a very instant, instantly popular show. What do mm-hmm. you think, you know, was the reason behind everybody kind of talking about it and, and wanting to be on it? And again, yeah. I remember contacting you and. I'm pretty sure my words were, I don't know what, what this show is, but can I be on or something like that? And uh, like, like, what do you yeah. think was the, you know, yeah, sensation you know, I think it was partially it's a competition, you know, mm-hmm. like not like, you know, Muhammad and I kind of dick around with the scores sometimes <laughs> how we get scores. So I like I, everyone's got to take it with a grain of salt. You can't get mm-hmm. like if you take it too seriously, you're not having fun. on. on the show. I well, um, but yeah. But people definitely want to win the show that come on. We mm-hmm. we've had people who like go all fucking out on it and yeah. like we'll want it we'll want to win it and to prove because I think the beauty for me is you can have an argument all day about who's the better stand up, who's better at improv, any, any of that stuff. But I feel like our show gets down to the nitty gritty where it does rely like on just a comedian's just natural com- like how to be mm-hmm. a natural comic mm-hmm. like more than anything, whether it's an yeah. improv or stand up like if you don't have that sense of riff in you, like mm-hmm. you're probably not going to do as well at the show. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the comedians who have more riffing in them that know how to just riff on the spot yes. are usually the better comedians in the end. Okay. And like, I feel like most of the time how our shows have shaked out besides mm-hmm. maybe one or two shows, like I feel like usually the best comedian wins. That's awesome. That's freaking yeah. awesome. All right. We we're close to the end. This has been uh, a lot of fun. I, First of all, I want to thank you for for being a part of this. Uh, oh, thank my... you for letting me do this. Oh, thank I, you. I I know I host my own podcast and that stuff, and like yeah. I know I just want to you know I just want to hop on other people's podcasts because I think it's a lot of fun. You know, because I, I I would love to have anyone to come on my podcast. Yeah, no, I, I would love to. I love to be on it if you have me. I I find it. Uh, so the podcast for me is, is this huge cathartic like free intimate project like i yeah i i find it i find it to be one of my most personal favorite things that i've done mm-hmm. in, in 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 the world of comedy and i've done i've done podcasts i've done podcasts before podcast was a thing i did internet <laughs> radio nice. uh, i'm on the radio uh every you know once a month 
and this little solo thing has just been like uh it's like it's like my baby so mm. i do uh enjoy it when i get to talk you know just just me but it's also so much fun yes. to talk to another person that is mm-hmm. you know I, I, I miss talking to comedians i love just sitting down I, and just having conversations and and, and no i i agree that's part of the reason i want to do this because i i haven't been out in the scene so it's just <laughs> one way to like see yes. people i haven't seen for a while just to catch up with people yeah. basically so you you alluded to it earlier uh you have a podcast and you yes. also are a co uh, host on a on a separate podcast so you're doing two yeah two well yeah one's called pandering talk that's the one that is my main one that i've been doing for oh god i think technically 2015 2014 i wouldn't even really I, yeah i've been doing it before like podcasts hit real mainstream see i was on your page and i see more gram than i see uh you're talking about the the I, pandering talk yeah yeah well because it's kind of I don't know. I mean, for a while, I was like, I wouldn't really promote it because I just was like, eh, yeah. like, I would kind of promote it, but I just didn't want to be over the top with it or whatever. <laughs> you are, you should be Mr. Modest. You were just like, <laughs> I'm attractive, I, but I don't say it. I'm funny, but I don't want no one to know. Like, stop it, John. I okay, know. If someone wants to hear it, where, where can they go? It's literally anywhere. Uh, Spotify uh apple like pretty much i'm pretty sure on most podcasting platforms it's one thing because this is because the person who i originally started it with my my brother had called him a when my brother was drunk and called this guy a panda and so it's spelled p-a-n-d-a-r-i-n-g not like actually how you say panda yeah okay That's the reason why, it, but I know that can be an issue with people is that they're like, yeah, I still can't find like, yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah. When you, I started this thing, I fucking named it like a terrible name, I guess. You know, but, you can rename it anytime you want. <laughs> I love the name. It's sentimental to me. That's there the it problem. Is. See, that's the- <laughs> uh, and and so, then you, you co-host one. You said, what a pitch. What, what's what that a about? pitch. And so this podcast I do with my friend, Dan Cutler, um, who is a local musician in Des Moines. And he... He came to me with this idea because I actually put it out. I want to do more podcasts. And so his is what a pitch uh, that I'm doing with him. And literally we have people on. We could, If you are interested today, we would love to have you on. It is essentially we have people come on and pitch a movie to us. You give us an elevator pitch and then we just we just basically build it out from that point. You know, we, we talk about how the movie would go, the plot. Then we, at the end, we cast, you know, we cast it. We, we pick who we'd want. That's to hilarious. The characters. And then we do it. Usually we end on like a trailer of the movie, like an improvised trailer, essentially. That's, so. that's awesome. So if someone's listening and I don't have a, a, a bunch of listeners, but I do have some loyal uh, yes. guys and girls. If they were to, you know, go down the rabbit hole and find um, what a pitch or even pandering talk, is yes. there an episode that stands out <laughs> where you're like, if you guys do, please check out this? Okay, one. yeah. So pandering talk, I, I guess I didn't really talk about how it all works. Um, so there's an episode, like it's, I call it kind of almost a network because I do different types of shows within it. Okay. Um, for example, that's how What a Pitch kind of started out was was just that. But What a Pitch also has its own feed now. Got it. Um, but pandering talk, usually once every couple of weeks, I talk with my like best friend from high school. Typically during the football season, we're just talking NFL. We talk some sports. We usually talk movies too. We're big movie watchers. We did a whole. There's. I would recommend we did a Bond cast twice where we watched <laughs> we would watch every Pierce Brosnan film yeah and then just do a podcast after it and then okay. before well pan- pandemic and the Bond movie got postponed we did all the Daniel Craig movies oh so you, if you like James Bond I would recommend those ones they're up there on the pandering talk um Dude, oh, who, I, who, who's your favorite Bond can you share that or is that like you gotta tune in to, to oh you know. I mean out of those two Daniel Craig's way better than yeah. Pierce Brosnan yeah. um Pierce Brosnan movies get golden eyes good the other three get real hokey real fast like yeah, it yes is. I was I was so <laughs> my heart was broken so I was I was in love with Holly Berry for oh uh, yes for oh, a, no, man. a, a nice stretch yes. a nice stretch of time but Holly Berry is probably the only actress that, that I've been in love with that that makes terrible movies. Like her, <laughs> I mean, if, if 
I don't know how many movies she's in, but if I had to guess, I'd say, let's say 40. I yeah. would say two are good. Like that's, a, <laughs> that's about it. And it's, that's disheartening, <laughs> you know? And yeah. I would give her three because she was in the new John Wick one. So like, and that's oh, not really yeah. her movie, but. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, no, I mean, the Ice Castle part of uh, <laughs> James Bond, the last one is not good. Not yeah. good at all. So Daniel Craig's are much more grounded in reality. Okay, so check out the jo- the Bond ones. Okay. Yeah, and I also do on that, I do a day in the life where literally that's one I do every week where I usually just talk about something that before the pandemic, it would be something I did. But obviously, mm-hmm. it kind of geared a little away from that. Last year, I got more into politics. I kind of got off of that because I feel like I'm just a crazy person talking about it at a time. So I, I hear you. You can check out. That's once a week. Usually, just 10 to 15 minutes long. It's not long at all. Okay. But if I had to recommend one episode, and it's my favorite episode. It was literally the first episode on the feed. Not the original first episode of the Panner Talk. Those are long gone. Hit it away. <laughs> I, I wouldn't want to listen to him. Okay. But the first episode, it was my my friend and my uh, my best friend, Jordan, that does the podcast with me. We went back every year there in the town I grew up in. There's the Trayer Winding Stairs Festival. You, I, you, I talked you, about that. You say that a, a bunch. Where did you grow up? Because you were born and raised and, in Iowa. Is it Di- yeah, I Dysart? Up, What's it called? Di- <laughs> Dysart, yeah. Basically, I, I grew up in a farm in between <laughs> Trayer and Dysart, Iowa. That's that's basically Amon County, Iowa, about a half an hour south of Waterloo Cedar Falls. That's okay. I know those places. <laughs> yeah, that's how I have to explain it to most people that do not know where I'm from. Thank you. Um, I went to school in Trare, so like I claim Trare is really my hometown. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's mine. My, my even though my address, my parents' address is Dyser. Gotcha. I still gotcha. claim Trare. Okay. But Trayer every year, and I talk about this in my stand-up, has a festival called the Trayer Winding Stairs Festival. We literally celebrate our fucking stairs. I we're not <laughs> and we don't even we don't even hold it on the end where the stairs are. We hold it on like another part of the street, basically. I love it. But it's just a town festival. Everyone like it's like when you have the parade, alumni, you can come back for like alumni. So it's just really everyone kind of comes home and sees old friends. Mm-hmm. One year, and what's you know, growing up, you know, it was fun. You could go to the bingo table, try to win money. But it gets better when you could enter the beer tent. Basically, Ooh. when you're 21, you could start purchasing beer. It used to literally be within a tent, and okay. they just got lazier and lazier, where now it's just, like, free roam on the street. You can just, <laughs> like, it. carry beer, basically, wherever. But basically, one year, we I got a recorder from my work, and we just recorded ourselves throughout the night. And basically, the episode, it's literally the first episode on feed, is us just progressively getting more drunk as the night goes on. <laughs> okay. It's a oh, lot of fun. It's, it's a fun it. episode. Um, there are a cu- couple parts near the end. I don't even remember recording those parts, but apparently they were recorded. So it was a great time. Um, as for what a pitch. Sorry, this is a long promo. Uh, what <laughs> no a- worries. <laughs> what a pitch. Uh, you know, I can't really pick out a favorite one. We've done so many of them that I don't know. There's only 20 some episodes of that. There aren't as many. We only do it once a month. I would just say just pick one. Uh, I think there's one we do with Tim Overton. I remember it was pretty good. I don't remember what episode it is, but I I don't know. All those episodes are usually pretty fun to do. Okay. Perfect. Or listen to, I should say. (laughs) I feel like if it's, it's like, like, like going back to just doing comedy and having joy like if it's not fun to put out it's not gonna be fun to listen to like so i feel yes, like it's gotta yeah, be yeah, exactly <laughs> so, yeah. hey, uh thanks man for making time and doing it uh, oh thank you we we went over a little bit but uh think i hope that's okay i'm sorry to keep you as long as no, i it's did fine but... it's 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 all right i enjoy i enjoy seeing you i'm sure I'll my wife you, will not be as happy about it but whatever that's okay <laughs> I'll no, get i'm that. sorry i apologize yeah. very I, much i am more than happy to see you it's been too long yes sir man. you be safe you guys be good keep your hands clean anything else you want to say to the listeners before uh i hit stop Get vaccinated. That's all I want to say. <laughs> Please get vaccinated. Let us get back to being able to tell jokes in person where I feel comfortable and such too. Yes. I love that. Uh, and I agree. Sounds. Well, I, well, I, I agree. Some, well, that's another conversation. We'll tune in for next time. We'll, we'll talk about whether you should get vaccinated or not. All right. We're out of here. I appreciate you. Thank you.